0: Good evening. Welcome to the PSI Monthly Teleseminar. My name is Kat, and I will be your host for this evening. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the call. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 40 years, and each month on these calls, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for you and your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you'll find information about all of our seminars as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. Again, that's psiseminars.com. The topic for tonight's call is alignment and how you can align with success. First, I would like to introduce your speaker for tonight. We have a very special guest with us this evening, Mr. Tim O'Kelly. He attended attended the PSI Basic Seminar in 1988, followed by all of the PSI courses, and made a decision to make this his life's work by becoming a trainer in 1991. He is passionate about personal growth and loves working with people. Tim, are you with us?
1: I am with you. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. Um, I... uh, you know I have to say before i before I get into this call, just again as i as I do every call i just I'm very very honored to be able to do this um to be able to to come on and do these uh, even though they're short uh, it's It's just an honor to be asked to do it, especially with the topics that uh, p s i comes up with because you know every time I get a call and they ask me to do one, I look at the topic and go. I have to do that because that's one of the most important topics. And that has literally happened to every call I've been on. And I'm I'm just blown away by that, that every topic they have is just on point. And what I mean by on point, like, for example, this one, I was thinking when I was preparing it, going, no, this is the one that's the most important. And I remember saying on the last call, no, this one is the one that's most important. Mm -hmm. and. Every one of them are, and I realized that yesterday when I was driving around thinking about this, that these are the critical pieces of personal development. So just PSI seminars, cat everybody, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to come on and do what I love to do. So um, I do have to get into this one quickly because there is – this one is huge. There's a lot to it, and I want to be able to, to get some, some questions in. So uh, I'm going to jump right on in on, on alignment. Um, and so one of the first things I want to talk about when we talk about getting in alignment with success, successful people aligning themselves with our goals, there's a, there's a tool that I want to bring up that uh, we deliver in the basic course that speaks to this. Um, and so for all those graduates who have gone to the basic course, this is going to be a topic that I hope you don't go, oh, yeah, I already know that. Come into it listening with, you know, I don't know it so that your brain can hear something new. For the people that have not done the basic course, uh, this will be a great, uh, maybe an introduction to to what's possible in the basic course. And it's uh, something that Mr. Wilhite, Thomas uh, Wilhite, who created this course, um, talked about when he, uh, the value circles is, is, I think, a diagram that every graduate just always will remember that value circles. And that's what I want to address when we talk about getting in alignment. And then I'll do a couple of analogies. So the value circles is like, um, an onion if you will where there's a the center of the onion and then if you can imagine the layers that go around the outside or I even heard it talked about the a tootsie pop with the chocolate in the center and then you have the outside coatings and so there's a couple of different layers that I want to address today um, and so one of these is the, the very very center of this diagram with a word called values and it's really really important to look at are the goals that we set in alignment with our values. That's a very interesting thought that some people, I'm including that when I, before I came and did this work. I never questioned that. I never even looked at that. why some of my goals I get really easily and then why some are a struggle, and I never knew. Later on, I found out that the ones that I'm setting that are in alignment with my values, I get easily. The ones that I do not, it's almost like I'm not supposed to have those Um, If not, those aren't supposed to work because, really, they're not lined up with my values, and I never thought about that before. Uh, Values, you know, meaning what's really important to you, what resonates with you, you know, your uniqueness. You know, you're not just like everybody else. So what is it that you value? Goodness, kindness, love, spirituality, you know, what what is your deepest values, your core values? Now, these are different than your beliefs. These are, you know, values are much deeper than our beliefs, and we'll cover that in a moment. So, just really, really, what do you value about you? What do you value about humanity? What do you value about the world? What do you value about everything? And do your goals line up with that? So, that's one thing to notice: is are my goals lined up with my deepest values? And then, if you go one level uh, outside of that, is the way that a human being thinks, which is our mental nature, which is that next layer. Okay, so basically, what this means is if we come into the world with values. We don't create them later on in life. They're really already a part of us. And, and I'll talk a little bit more about that as I use another uh, uh, analogy in just a little bit. Okay, so the values, the best parts of who we are. That's the center, that's, that. that's the inside of the, the tootsie pot. Man, it's the best part of who we are. We come into the world with these values, which means love. We, we give, we contribute, we're emotionally connected when we're little, we use our imagination. We literally have this whole bundle of goodness that we come into the world with. And then as, as time goes on a little bit, we start to have events happen in our life, and we start to, we start to think. You know, and you can, you can see a child going into that state when they, when they say, why? When children start questioning, why, why, why? They didn't do that when they came into the world, you know, six months. I have an 18-month-old son. You know, And he's not there yet. He will get there because what he's doing is he's actually starting to create his way of thinking, which is that next layer, which is our mental nature, our beliefs, our way of thinking. And these are now our perceptions of ourselves, our beliefs about ourselves, the way that we see the world, the way we see mom, the way we see dad, the way we see relationships, the way we see money. It is our perspective. It's our beliefs. And you know the key thing here? is it really is just what we believe. It's not necessarily the truth. It's our perception of it. And then what that what the value circle shows us after that is that once we believe something, then it automatically creates the next layer, which is how we feel our emotional state. Okay? So whatever I believe will automatically dictate my emotional state, meaning the brain does that for us. We don't we don't choose We don't wake up in the morning and go into our closet and choose emotions, you know, because if we did, we'd all choose to be really happy, excited, passionate. That's not how it works. We don't control our emotions. Our mind does, and our emotions are always in alignment. See, there's that word. Our emotions are always in alignment with the way that we think. So, in other words, if you think negative about the world, say that you believe you think your perception that the world is really going to poop, you know, real shortly, and it's about to end, well, then your mind, always serving you, always serving you, will create an emotion that fits your perspective. So think of this. If you believe that the world's going to poop in just a little bit and we're at the end of it and it's just all going to, you know, then you're not going to be excited. You will not be excited about life. You will not be excited when you're out in the world because your perception is it's going to end soon. And it's all going in a negative direction. So that's how powerful your mind is. Your mind does it for you. Whatever your perception is, your mind will give you an emotion that fits that. So in other words, if you believe that our best times are ahead, that really this world is possibly going through a huge spiritual shift right now, and we're coming into the best times ever as far as humanity goes, and it's happening really, I mean, it's happening right now, and this big shift is coming up, Do you see... Just if you think that way right now, you'll actually start to feel better. We don't pick our emotions. Our mind does for us. Okay, so now we have our emotional state. And then the last layer on the outside of the value circle is our behavior or the way that we act. See, we actually do not choose how we act. We think we control so much, and we do but we think we do it individually, and we don't. It's all done by the way that we think. That's why, if you've ever heard this, the most powerful saying or quote, to think is to create, because the way that we think dictates everything, the way that we feel and the way that we act. So let's go back to this belief that we are entering the most incredible time of all humanity is coming up soon. Then watch how you show up and how you act with people, how you behave with people, how you treat people, how you interact. It will be very positive, and you did not have to do anything about it. Now, let's think, on the other hand, that it's at the end. It's over. We've destroyed each other. When you are out there with people, the way that you show up with people, the way you engage with people will be very negative. So successful people understand this, that we have to get – now, when I say have to, please hear. We don't have, no one has to. But if we truly want to be successful, we have to. If you truly want to be successful, we have to take a note of all of these different layers. Good news is there's only four. Okay, um, That are they in alignment with our goals? Okay, so what I want to do is I want to shift now and, and talk about this, uh, a quote that is another, you know, one of the most, and, and I got this also from Mr. Wilhite in one of the books he wrote. Um, And it's from James Allen And it says, whatever the mind of man can conceive Now, please understand when it says mind It's the meaning of, I'm sorry Whatever the mind of man Whatever man, you might think It's not male, okay, it's mankind So whatever the mind of mankind Can conceive and believe He can achieve, meaning mankind So what's that telling us? Whatever the mind Of mankind Can conceive And believe Conceive is what? Well, conceive is to be able to see it, to be able to think it, right, to be able to picture it. That's one thing that we have in our values of we is something called imagination. Every human being possesses the ability to imagine. We're the only species on the planet who can do this. In other words, animals don't get together and imagine what their goals are going to be. Imagine how many nuts they're going to gather in in the wintertime and then create little PLD teams of squirrels, and they're all going to set goals. Animals don't do that. Human beings are the only goal-striving beings on this planet. And we were given, when we came into the world, the ability to imagine. So what is imagine? Imagine is to be able to see something in our mind that does not exist right now. Why do we have it? Because it is the key to all creation. It is the key to creation. We have to conceive it. I learned this in PSI seminars. One of the greatest tools I ever learned was if I cannot see it, I'll never have it. If I cannot see it in my mind, I'll never have it. That's the first step. So conceive it. The ability to imagine. If you talk to successful people, they always using their imagination to see what the picture of their success looks like. Okay? Now, if you watch The Secret, if you watch these other things that talk about that all you have to do is see it in your mind and it will come to you, there's a problem with this because there's a second part to that that I think people are missing. Because why that? Because I missed it for about 10 years. I just really thought that I understood this concept to think it's great. And I realized I did not because I was out of alignment because I was picturing it. I was seeing it. I was practicing visualization so much when I came to this course, 1988. I loved the idea of being able to visualize. I did not get the second part, which is I have to believe it too which is the mental nature, which is what we believe. So where I was out of alignment was I could see the picture, but deep inside of me I didn't believe it, and I never knew that. And I think this is the biggest, the greatest way that we as human beings are out of alignment, which we say that we want success. We believe, and we, we say it. We think it, right? We, we can even imagine it. Seeing yourself in a great relationship and I'll, you know, I've got to speak for myself. I always wanted a great relationship. I mean, from the earliest time I remember. And I had pictures in my mind of what that perfect relationship was. I could even see it in my mind. Me and a relationship being happy, communicating, talking, passionate, just everything I ever wanted. Okay, I look out 40 years later, not one of them have really worked very well. And that's the truth. I'm not proud to say it. It was true, though. Even during this work. People who know me on this call, if they do, really do know me, they've known my relationships I've struggled with. And I never knew what was – I just thought, man, I'm just not supposed to have it. But in my mind, I went, how can that be true? Because I saw in the world you think it's great. What I didn't understand was I could conceive it all day long. I could imagine it all day long. I actually didn't believe it. And that's what was such a shocking revolution to me, revelation to me when I did a Principia one. Principia is a course that PSI Seminars offers When I really understood that deep down inside, I had a belief that relationships don't work. And I never knew that about myself. When I look back at it, I realized a model that I had of relationships was a very unhealthy model. My dad left when I was four. My mom left emotionally. And she left. She was there physically but she was gone. And so my model of a relationship was not ever seeing them together. And then I saw that throughout my growing up, that in my family, relationships never worked. And so I did not know that deep inside, I didn't believe it. But yet it's what I wanted. And what that quote says is whatever the mind of man can concede and believe, he can achieve. I was out of alignment because I didn't believe it. So my biggest point to this call right now is, yes, see it, picture it, but you've also got to believe it, and that's what this work, of PSI seminars, is invaluable with, is it's not just tools of success, meaning the nice tools. It's not PSI seminars handles the part that's not so nice and easy, and that's the real work, is to get in and find out what are my belief systems. Okay, so let me give you another. one. I believed no, let me see, I'll change that. i got to change it. I conceived that I wanted a lot of money. I did that all my life. I mean, th- th- that I can remember. I conceived in my mind. I pictured it. I imagined it. I put pictures up on the walls of having a lot of money. And I never did. And I never did until I came into PSI seminars and realized, yes, I can picture it. I can conceive it. I can do all the great tools that I've ever learned everywhere. But why wasn't I having money? Why didn't I have money? And I realized when I started, when I came into this work, is I had a belief a belief deep inside of me that money causes problems. And see, why didn't I know that? Because here's the part, it's unconscious. The beliefs that we have are unconscious. What's conscious is my dream. What's conscious in conscious mind, and see, you'll do this in the the basic course, is you'll see what's called the trinity of consciousness. The conscious mind, the number one, or the, the top level is, I can see from that level and see, that's, that's conscious. I'm aware of what I want. But see, underneath it is a subconscious or unconscious because subconscious is not what I'm aware of every day. So that's where the beliefs are stored is in the subconscious. They're not conscious. So I did not know for all those years that I had a belief that money causes problems. And you think, why did I believe that? Very simply, an event that happened when I was very young. Um, going back to, which is what you'll see in this, that most of our beliefs were created when we were very young. And I had an, an event happen where my uncle, who was very, very wealthy, and I didn't get to know him because I was pretty young. And, and he was very wealthy. We lived in a very wealthy house when we went over to see him. And parties and Christmas and Thanksgiving, everything was just the best times of my life. And all of a sudden, he passes away. And I saw all of my family fight over his money. And I remember... And once I started thinking about it, I remember as a very young boy looking up going, this is painful. I, we were isolated from family. We were, I talked about how bad they were. They, they kept us out of the will. And it was a horrible time in my life. And what I didn't know was I created a belief that having money causes problems. So let's go back to that value circles and show you something, how powerful this is. So I've got – so in the values area, which is a center – right? I have everything. I have imagination. I have all these great gifts and tools that I came in with. Beautiful. And then as I get a little bit older, I have an event happen, which is that event with my uncle. And I created a belief at a very young age that money causes problems. Well, then later on, five, six years, I'm like, I'm over it now. Things are good. But what I didn't know was that belief is in place. So a belief creates an attitude which is an emotion, and that creates a behavior. So watch what happened when I started getting money In 14 years old. I get my first paycheck, and what did I do? I spent it. I went out and bought stuff. You know, that's, I had money now, and now I can go buy it. And so I ran out of money, and I said, that's okay. I get paid in two weeks. I worked really hard, got paid again, and went out and spent it. That's at 14 years old. I'm invited to take the basic course. 14 years later, I cannot afford the basic course. My boss paid for me to go to the basic course because I could not pay for it, and I'm 28 years old making a lot more salary, but yet I still didn't have money. Why? Because that's how powerful our mind is, is that since I believed that money causes problems, my attitude and my behavior were consistent with that. So do you see, I was in alignment, complete alignment. And you're thinking, well, how can you be complete in alignment and be out of money? Because I was in complete alignment with what I believed. I believe that money causes problems, so my mind gives me an attitude around money, a fear around money, and then a behavior around money, which is push it away. And I literally pushed money away my whole life until I started doing this work. I pushed it away. I would buy things. I always would have to spend money, so I didn't have any. And I never knew it. So when we're talking about alignment here, talking about just nice you know the easy work you know the visualization and creating goal boards and things like that that is wonderful but I tell you what if you really want to get into alignment you've got to do what I call the real work which is going inward which is what PSI seminars is the best at and what I mean by that is there's, I've been around I know this work I've been doing this since 1988 there's no work out there better than the work the kids' session are doing. But yet, you know what? One more thought. I know people who take classes, and they say, oh, I took that class. And then I always want to talk to them about, are you doing the work, though? That's a distinction. Are you doing the work, or did you do a class? Just because I did a class doesn't mean I'm doing the work. Because in my opinion, it's doing the work is the daily work about checking in. What do I believe? Are my beliefs in alignment with what I really, really want? Okay? So just one more thing I want to do before I take a question, and that is that when we talk about alignment, one other thought I want to have is that, um, say, for example, relationships. I know a lot of people that say they want to be in relationships, and they have some dream of a great relationship in their mind, maybe the same as mine, being happy and being together and playing and going on the beach and all this stuff. But then where an out-of-alignment can happen is, is that they say they want a great relationship, but then how they show up in that relationship goes completely against what they want. For an example, I know just recently a woman who, who talked to and wanted me to help coach her because she says she wants a great relationship, but they just don't work out. And where she was out of alignment was she said, I want a great relationship, but then how she showed up in a relationship was opposite of what she wanted, and she didn't know it because it was unconscious. She was showing up masculine in the relationship. But what her dream was was to be a feminine woman in a relationship. But she's showing up masculine. And she, what she didn't understand was that every relationship we have, or every human being, we have a masculine energy and a feminine energy. And so she was showing up masculine, attracting what she wanted, but yet a masculine and a masculine are going to butt heads. And she never learned that. And once she started understanding even just that alignment, To get myself in alignment with what my dreams are, then it worked. Now, dating, been dating the same guy for about seven months now, and she says she's happier than she's ever been because she just didn't know that she was out of alignment. One other one, money. How many people of us, how many of us want money, but yet our thoughts are not wealthy? Hear that? Our thoughts are not wealthy. There's a way that I'm thinking wealthy. If I want wealth, Are my thoughts wealthy? When I see a homeless person and I look at them, are my thoughts wealthy? Am I going to attract? See, the law of attraction says, well, I tell you what it doesn't say. It doesn't say that we attract whatever we want. It says we attract what we are. So if, if you want wealth, are you thinking wealthy right now? Are you acting wealthy? Are you walking wealthy? Are you healthy? Physically, are you in alignment with your dreams? Are you growing physically? Are you getting healthier? I just recently went to a 90% plant-based diet just so that I could make sure my body was healthy. I have energy. I'm 55 years old, got an 18-month-old kid, and got another kid on the way. I have got to be healthy. So am I growing physically? Am I growing emotionally? Am I less and less in resentment? Am I doing the daily work? To be less and less resentful, meaning being in control of my emotions, being happier. Okay, and I, I, I've worked quite a bit with the mental nature: is my mind in, in alignment? And then last one, spiritually: am I in alignment spiritually? Me, am I reading? Am I giving to the world? Or am I taking from it? You know, I was at a, at a course by PSI seminars, and I got uh, had the wonderful opportunity to meet. Uh, Dr. Deepak Chopra and uh, and we were talking about this concept that, that and he wrote a book on it. That's why I was talking to about it. That he said the spiritual laws, um, the second spiritual law, which is the way to be the most spiritual that we can, is the law of contribution or the law of giving. So am I in alignment? Am I giving to the world? Or am I taking from it? And so if we look at that peace of mind square that we saw in the basic course and looked at all four sides, which is the value circles just opened up, is all that is. Am I in alignment with all four sides, meaning am I growing? You know, Brian Tracy put that quote on this call um, that says, when we're driving a car, on all four tires and the car's in alignment. The four tires are the four natures that we have, or the four layers of the value circles. To get them all in alignment, then we can attract truly whatever it is that we really, really value the most. So, Kat, let's take some uh, questions, please.
0: Yes. Uh, first off, we have a question from A.M. who wants to know, what can I do first thing in the morning to align my thoughts and feelings to my goal?
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Kat, don't let me go too far on this one because I just, I, am, I just put together something that literally lays out how to have literally what I call a perfect day. And, it, and it's so cool about how that is, is how do I, how do I start the day? Um, if we look at the value circles and, and we take a look at it and we go okay so on the outside it's behavior which is you know another way to say it is our physical nature well one of the things that I'm going to suggest when we wake up is are we taking care of our body and our mind so what's the best thing I have discovered by a lot of other studies and a lot of other people believe the same thing and I, I didn't grade it I just got it from somebody else is to drink water, first thing when we wake up. Our brain is 90% water. If we are dehydrated, we cannot think the highest level that we could. Our brain is 90% water, so flood yourself with one liter of water would be the first thing I'd recommend. And then what I'd really recommend after that as while you're doing that is to Get clear, again, on what are your goals. Do this. This is the work. So uh, whoever asked this question, genius, thank you. This is the work every day is to think of the goals that we have and to think of what it is that we really want and to make sure that I show up in alignment with those goals. So what I do is I get my iPhone and I set my alarm for four minutes. After I drink the water, I sit down and I close my eyes only for four minutes because I don't want my mind to wander in closed-eye process. So I close my eyes in the morning and visualize my dreams, visualize my goals, visualize everything that I want, and then at the end of it, I say, how am I going to be today so that I am in alignment with those goals? I'm going to be vibrant. I'm going to be alive. I'm going to be awake. I'm going to be contributing. I'm going to be thoughtful, I'm going to be compassionate, I'm going to be whatever it is that I have got to be today to line up with those goals. Great question. Thank you.
0: Great. We have another one from DN uh, who's asking, when realizing one is not in alignment, what is the very first thing to do?
1: Okay, you already did the first thing, which is to become aware that I'm not in alignment. I, I know that sounds like I'm being sarcastic and funny, but I'm not. A lot of people are in alignment not even knowing it. So you did the first step, which is to notice I'm not in alignment. I'll take that one more step further. How do you know that you're not in alignment? That's a very simple one. You do not have what you want. If it's still out there, you're not in alignment. And I know that's pretty harsh to hear, but it's, it's so true that if we don't have it yet if we're not experiencing it daily we don't believe it yet we don't believe it yet so we're out of alignment okay so to get it here think about this do you believe and this is going to be up to your belief systems do you believe that we're connected do you believe that everything is connected and i'll just say for the ones that do believe that well then think of this are you connected to your goals Are you connected to your dreams already? The answer would have to be yes. If you do believe that we're connected and everything is connected, you're already connected to your goals. You're either pulling them to you or pushing them away. By the way that we think, dictates everything else. Remember the value circles. Think, feel, and act. Feel and act are all dictated by the way that we think. So when you notice that you're not in alignment, which is every day, really, that you don't have the goal. And I know that's harsh, but you know what? It keeps me in the work every day, knowing that. If I don't have it yet, I'm out of alignment, so every day i got to get back into alignment. And so listen to what that first question was, was now get back to your thinking, because that dictates everything, is your perception, the way that you're seeing it. So in the morning, start off every day again, picturing the goals, seeing them, and then... How do I have to be today to line up with that? Okay, so the first one is to notice it. The second one is just start back over every day in the morning, being clear on your goals, and then being that person, believing. Okay, next question.
0: That's great. Uh, I have a question here from TD. I want to know how to establish a strong enough why that I will be willing to do anything to accomplish success?
1: Mm. um, Establishing the strong enough why? Mm -hmm. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Okay. All right. These are really, really good questions. Okay, so the why, um, that goes back down to what we were talking about, the values. Why do you want something? Why do you want to be successful? Why do you want to be healthy? Why do you want to have better control of your emotions? Well, why? I mean, if you focus on today, you're, it's not going to be a very good. Why? Because I got things to do today. I'd rather eat. You know, I'd rather eat what I want to eat today so how to, dis- how to create a very strong why, you know what, let me use a personal example the way that I eat right now I would rather honestly go eat other things, I would eat, I'd love to have a pizza, I'd love to have maybe burger sometimes um, I do not have any of that anymore um, the only thing I drink is water, it's the only thing I drink anymore, so what happens why now am I so, so clean in my system, my body? Well, it was because I got very, very clear on the why. How do you get clear on the why? The future. You have to get clear on the future, not the current, not the past, but the future. So, for example, I'm eight, I have an 18-month-old son. He's going to be out of high school when I'm 70, okay, okay? I am not going to be old at 70. I don't want to embarrass him. That's the truth. I want to be healthy when he graduates from high school. I want to play football with him. There's something bigger than me. If I just focus on me, I'll do whatever I want to. But when we realize we affect other people, and I don't care what your goal is, you affect other people. And when you get really clear on how it affects your kids, how it affects your family, how it affects your wife, your husband, how it affects the next generation. How do I want my son to view health? The way that I'm eating right now is gonna contribute to this little kid's future. And guess what? He's gonna have kids too. So the next generation will be affected by how I show up today. If I don't take into consideration all that, and I just focus on me, which is the opposite of the spiritual. The spiritual is contribution and giving, making sure that other people, if I just focus on myself, I'll do whatever I want to. So if you want to really clear why, you've got to extend the benefits. That's exactly what I call it, benefit extension, meaning who else is going to contribute and who else, who else is, is going to benefit by my contribution. So go further out than just yourself. Always helps with every why you'll ever need. All
0: right? Great. I've got a question from a gal here who would like you to speak to how to be in that magical place where life just flows.
1: (laughs) Seriously, Kat, in a few minutes, you want me to handle that question? (laughs) All right. That's what I like about these calls, they are challenging.
0: How to be in that
1: magical place where everything just flows? Okay, um, this this is my opinion on this one. For us to be completely in alignment with a flow, it all goes back down to what is written on that wall in the basic course. think is to create. And what I mean by that is what are your perceptions? What are your viewpoints of the world? What are your viewpoints of flow? What are your viewpoints of the universe? You know, Einstein said that if we want to find out why we show up the way we do, you only have to ask one question. And And he believed that's a question we've already answered too. Do you live in a hostile universe? or do you live in a friendly universe? If you believe that you live in a hostile universe, meaning if that's your belief, meaning, you know, the, 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 the first layer outside of values, on the value circles, that belief section, if you believe that you live in a hostile universe, then the way that you feel and the way that you show up is already preset. If you believe that you live in a friendly universe, that this universe is here to support you, because your mind is always serving you, bringing you whatever you believe if you believe negativity it'll bring you negativity you believe positive it'll bring you positive it's here to support you 100% it just depends on what you're thinking so it's not like a hostile universe in that regard it's, it's here to service what is hostile is our own thinking so if you believe that this universe is amazing and it's here to support us and the best times are ahead Get ready for a flow because you're going to be sitting in it. Now, there's also one other perspective that is very, very important. Is what is your perspective of the past? We have a perspective of the past. We have a perspective of the current. We have a perspective of the future. And if you get all three of those in alignment, that's where the flow happens. What I mean by that is if you believe that things in your past – were bad, they weren't supposed to be there. If they weren't there, my life would be so much better. If my dad would have stayed with me, my life would be so much better, meaning people can use that for an excuse. Now, that is a whole different call than this one. But my point is, is if you have a belief, a perception that your past was exactly the way that it's supposed to be, how do we know that it was exactly the way that it was supposed to be? Because it was. If you want things to be different, you want your past to be different we're not accepting right now so acceptance is critical to the past that what happened was exactly what's supposed to be happening and what happened because it did and that's acceptance if we can view that everything that happened in my past was setting me up for my future then i'm excited about my future but if i have that deep resentment going on i cannot be in alignment with the flow So I have to accept everything that has happened was exactly what was supposed to happen. And the viewpoint of being right now is in the viewpoint of gratitude right now that I am alive, I'm part of this whole incredible journey to be very, very appreciative right now. And then the perception of the future is that my best times are ahead. And I absolutely believe that my best times are ahead. And I know I've had a lot of great times in my past, but the best ones are coming up. So the flow is, my past was exactly what it's supposed to be. I'm very appreciative of the current and my best times are coming year and now in the flow. Next question.
0: Alright, there's a question here from EL asking, what are some exercises I can do to help myself gain better control of my emotional self and thought?
1: Um, okay, your emotional, the emotional control, uh, you don't I'm going to make sure I communicate this clearly. Um, When I say you don't control it, you consciously do not control your emotions. No human being does. If we understand the value circles, we know that. What I mean by that is that the way that we think dictates our emotions. So if you want to take better control of your emotions, you have to take better control of the way that you think. When I say better, I don't want to be judgmental that you need to be better than you are right now. I, I hope I didn't communicate that. What I'm I'm saying is if I want to control my emotions, I have to be in control of the way that I think more, which if we go into the I am call, which we've done before on this one, is the brain can only think one of two ways. One of them is positive charge and one's a negative charge. If we have negative thoughts by choice, we'll have negative emotions. It's a guarantee, it's how the brain works. If we have a positive thought, we'll have a positive emotion. So if I want to control my emotions, I have to take control of the way I think, which goes back to the very first question is how do I start my day? You start your day before you ever get on Facebook, before you ever get on email, before you ever really, if you can, before you ever talk to anybody. You've got to set your agenda before you get on Facebook to find out who went and had coffee and a donut in the morning. You know, we have 60,000 thoughts a day. We wonder why we're not the most productive sometimes because we don't dictate it first thing in the morning by dictating what are my goals and how am I going to be today before you ever get on a computer, before you ever get on a screen. And start thinking every day the way that you want to think that I'm going to suggest is positive. I mean, that right there... At is what I call the work. Not going to a seminar, not going to a course, not going to a 3, 4, 5 day, 20 day course. It's waking up every morning and thinking in a positive manner that's in alignment with my dreams.
0: Okay? Okay. That may feed into this next question from E.T., who asks What is the fastest way to change your reality, and how do you set goals and intentions? <laughs> I love you, Kat. There's some really great questions. One quick
1: question. Just one quick question. How do you change your reality? I mean, that one alone. My gosh. Okay. I got that one. Now what's the second part, Kat?
0: Uh, So what is the fastest way to change your reality and how do you set goals and intentions?
1: How do you set goals and intentions? Okay. How do you uh, change your reality? Um, This is not going to be shocking if you've been on this call all the time. Um, Your reality is the way that you think. Your reality is your belief systems. Because whatever you believe, you will see it in the world. You don't see what's in the world. Some people think that they see with their eyes. We don't see with our eyes. We perceive with our mind, and then our eyes will show us whatever fits that perception. If you believe that the world is going to down the tubes. If you truly believe that, then your reality is that. You will see that in the world. Your brain will make sure that you see it. You'll see people being mean to each other, where other per- persons next to you might not even focus on that. They might not have even seen that, but that's what you'll see. You know, you, your mind will make sure that you look in the world and you'll see everything that validates your reality so if you want to alter your reality, you must alter your perception. So the way to do that, and this is, again, my belief. And you might think, well, of course you're going to say that because you're on this call, but it's truly what I believe. you got to put yourself in courses. you got to put yourself in seminars. you got to get yourself around other people that have different perceptions because most likely the people that you have around you have the same perception you do. That's why they're around you. We become our environment. So get out of your environment and get into a course. Uh, get out, and, and, and graduates, please hear this. Don't, don't hear, oh, I already did the basic. Uh, you don't know the basic. I promise you that. I've instructed the basic since, since 1991. You don't know the basic. I don't know the basic. That's why we do the re-audit privilege. Go in and sit in there and listen again. Get yourself through all of the trainings. Get yourself to Principia. If you really want to alter your perception, get to Principia, because that's. I mean, I, I think that was even the, the title one year was alter your perception, because your perception is all the way that you believe. So get yourself into work. Okay, the next one is is how do you set goals? How do you set your intentions? Um, it it's the goal and the intention, is basically this the same thing, which is going back to the call that we. I mean, the, the question we had a moment ago about the way that we think dictates everything else. Okay, so what is it you want? Remember the question was the 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 why. Get clear on what do you want. You've got to get clear. I've got to get clear. What do I really, really want in my life? And then you have to see that picture, see it clearly. Do work. Do any course you can on visualization. I don't know how many classes I've done on visualization. Go go to get get help on being able to visualize that goal. And then the only other thing you've got to do is you've got, you are in alignment, which is getting your beliefs in alignment with your goal. You've got to believe it first. See, if you really study the I am, that's what it tells us. The I am is I've got to believe it before it ever gets here i got to believe it with no, with no history. i got to believe it when I don't have the facts. i got to believe it when I don't have it in front of me. Because, see, that's the part we've been given in our mind is to be able to imagine it. But most people say, no, I'll believe it when I see it. They'll never be successful. I'll believe that when I see it. No, no, no. That's the distinction. I've got to believe it before I'll ever see it. So get your why clear. That's your goal. Get it clear, and you've got to believe it. Even though you have internal doubt, which you will, if you start working with this work and you start saying that I want something and it's bigger than you, believe me, your programs, your subconscious is going to start fighting you. And you're going to hear that, no, you're not. No, I am. I am powerful. No, you're not. You believe you're not good enough. That, again, is the work. You have to take control of the way you think every day, not five minutes, not ten minutes, not on Tuesdays every day that's got to be your calendar that's got to be your to-do list is how do I think and what do I believe every day and get those two in alignment okay
0: great uh CS here is asking uh for she's looking for an approach for self-discovery and what's questions she can ask so she can get real with herself
1: got it to get real with myself that's a great one I um I was with the mentor once, and uh, we went to Hawaii. He took me to Hawaii. He took a group of students and he gave us an exercise to do. Why we were in Hawaii, which was why we we're in the ocean, why we we're swimming, why we we're surfing, why we we're doing whatever. We had to ask ourselves one question, and that's all we had to do the whole time we were there. And we weren't even allowed to talk about it. We were just to ask that question over and over and over and over and over. And I think it is the most valuable question that a human being could ever ask. And the question was, who am I? Who am I? And then just listen. It's the most powerful question you can ever ask. I think if we wanted to go with, to entertain another question, it would be very simply, what am I here to do? Because This would be a whole other call, too. I believe every every human being comes into this world with a a purpose, or I like to call it a message for the world. And I got that from one of my mentors, uh, uh, Wayne Dyer, who believes that every person came to this world with a message for the world. And if you are clear on your message, you have a market for your message. There's people that are ready to hear it. Uh, you just got to go find them, which is, I think, part of the journey, a great part of the journey. Then I think the greatest question we can ask is, what am I here to do? What is my message for this world? I would even put that above, what do I want? Because the want is what do I want. I think a more important question is, what am I here to do? What am I passionate about? Because I believe this, that if you want to find your message, look to see what you're passionate about. What turns you on? What lights you up? Because your message is in there someplace. Martin Victor Hansen at uh, at Principia once said that everybody's got a million-dollar idea in there, in them already. And he talked about that's, that's your message. So who am I? Because whatever you answer that question with becomes your reality. What I mean by that is whatever you believe whatever you finish those two words with I am whatever you finish those becomes your reality because that is the way that you think so ask yourself who are you and ask yourself what are you here to do how are you here to serve humanity what part do you play in this dance of life most important questions I believe you could ask okay
0: uh, we have one more here. Uh, SJ is asking, "What once aligned, what's the best, easiest system to stay that way?
1: Once aligned?
0: Yeah. Once you are aligned, what's the best, oh, oh, easiest oh, system oh, to stay oh, that oh, way?
1: Fine. How do I stay that way? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that question, I hope you did see the answer to that question in the other questions, which is, how do you stay aligned? You stay aligned By doing the work every day. It's not going and just sitting in a course. It's not reading books. I'm a fan of all that. It's that question, I think that was the very first question, which I think is perfect. It was the first question. How do I start every day? That's how you, once you're in alignment, you stay in alignment by taking control of the way that you think. That's the Okay, let me break it down this way real quick. The only thing you and I can control, the only thing... We don't control our kids. We think we do. We don't pick their bedtime. They go to bed when they're ready to go to bed. We don't pick it. We don't control our kids. We don't control our relationships. I do believe that's illegal to actually control somebody else. I think that's called something. We don't control other people. We really don't even control ourselves. The only thing we control is the way we think and we were given a choice by our creator to think positive or negative that's it we control that we control everything else so how do you want your alignment how do you stay in alignment you stay in alignment by doing exactly what you needed to do to get yourself in alignment was to take control of the way that you think and if you have a negative thought you stop that negative thought And you move it to the positive immediately. If you're out there in the world and you have this thought that I'm not going to be able to pay the bills, you stop that thought and you reverse it immediately to the opposite, which is going to be your truth. I can't afford that. I will afford that. I've got money coming in. I am going to afford it. But see, a lot of people don't want to do that. They want to think, well, I don't think I can. That's taking control. You've got to believe it when you have no evidence. That's taking control, and you do that every day. That's it
0: Great. well, that's uh all the questions we have time for. Uh, we do have a few minutes left uh, if you want to wrap up the call and uh, have uh, you know whatever you want to leave us with on these points for getting into alignment and staying in alignment.
1: Well, I just, you know, I have to say this, that, uh, I, I, again, I just got validated why I love doing these calls because, you know, when I'm doing these, I I, stuff comes through me that, uh, I'm not even sure I knew, um, consciously, which is exciting. Um, we, I believe we went in a couple of different great, great areas here today. Uh, the flow, uh, everything that was a really, really great question, uh, from everybody. Thank you guys. Uh, This is a, a truly great night for me. So to wrap it up, gosh, how do you wrap something this huge up? I guess it would have to be this, that get really, really clear on your values. That question we had just a moment ago, who am I? You know, to really, really know that. What are you here to do? What is your purpose in this dance? And see, some people don't know how to do that. They, they think, well, is it given to me? Do I decide it myself? I don't know. I think it's both. I really do because I think that they're there for a reason. So what do you really, really want to do while you're here? What do you believe your message is? Then get you in alignment with your message. Example? My message is to assist people in opening their eyes to see how truly connected they are to everything so that they live the way they want to live. That's been my, me- my message forever. And what my job is, is I have to get myself in alignment, my thinking in alignment with that. So get really clear. What is your message? What are you here to do for humanity? And then the only thing you can control is the way that you think. And so every day I have to get in control of the way that I think, to think positive, to think beautiful thoughts about the world, about people, about what's possible, about the future, about my past, about everything, that you have the ability to find the positive in everything, everything. And that's the only thing we can control. So that would be the wrap-up, which is get clear on your message for this world. What are you here to do for the world? And get yourself in alignment by taking control of the way that you think to make sure that your thoughts are in alignment. Because everything else tells itself. Your emotions, your behavior, all that happens automatically. But it goes back down to to think is to create. Take control of the way that you think. That would be it. I, don't, I, I could add a whole lot more, Kat, but I really do believe That's
0: all we have to do. All right. What an excellent call uh, on such a profound topic. So thank you so much, Tim, for for being on the call and sharing your insights with us tonight.
1: Thank you. Thank you. What a great night.
0: Yeah, it was amazing. And thank you to everyone listening in. Uh, We hope that you enjoyed the call and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You definitely don't want to miss next month's call. It's scheduled for Tuesday, September 9th, and the topic is Embracing Risk, What Dreams Are Waiting Outside of Your Comfort Zone. You can register now at psiteleseminars.com, and remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's psiteleseminars.com. As many of you know, we post live updates during the call on our Facebook page, and we love having your input. Go to Facebook.com forward slash PSI Seminars and share your thoughts about what you got out of the call and how you're going to implement these concepts in your life. Again, for those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to PSISeminars.com where you'll find information about all of our courses as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's PSISeminars.com. Thank you, everyone, for being on the call tonight. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Have a great night.